Welcome to the Electric Spirit Podcast, where we dive into all things metaphysical and fun. Here's your host, psychic medium, Jamie Lynn. Hi, I'm psychic medium, Jamie Lynn, and welcome to the Electric Spirit Podcast. Today, we have a special guest named Miguel Gonzalez, and he's a medium and he does spirit art and trance healing. And welcome to the show, Miguel. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to being here with you today and having an opportunity to talk about spirit. So thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. And my first question for you is, could you please tell me about yourself and how you got into mediumship? Yes. So um, that was an interesting journey that I never saw coming (laughs) Um, that would happen in my life. I grew up feeling sort of a, a sense of being spiritual, even as a little kid. Uh, feeling other people's emotions, having a connection to Mary, uh, to Jesus. And um, when I was 26, I was about to turn 27. Um, I had a dream, a visitation from the Lady of Guadalupe. And so that's really where my journey began. That's where spirits started to come in strong. I could feel them. I can sense them. My grandma started to come in. And so that's really where everything just started from that point. And it's continued to open up since then. Wow, that's amazing. It's funny, around the same age, I had a visitation and a dream from a St. Therese, a little flower. Wow, that's beautiful. She gave gave me a message, and then I happened to look, and her relics were actually at a church in town. So, I mean, what are the odds of that? (laughs) You know, and then we went to go see them. That's interesting. Wow. And that's great. So you also do trance healing. And could you please talk about that? Yes. So I do trance healing. Um, I'm still developing that aspect. Um, And so that is uh, a combination of trance, the trance speaking and uh, healing uh, combined in the two. So in a session, when people come to see me, I will go into a trance state, move into that really nice deep state. And then my guide, Braveheart, will blend with my energy and he will take over spiritually so that he may come forward in his voice and his personality. And then he begins to direct the healing energies for that person. At that same time, he will bring up whatever is most necessary to talk about for that person, whether they're going through something emotional, um, whether it's physical pain, trauma, whatever that may be, he will bring it up so that it may be validated and so that healing may be sent to them and then they can work from that space. But he's the, the the one that usually speaks, but I also have a doctor that steps in if it's more of a medical issue that will come in. He comes along with the beautiful nurse, uh, Maria, as well, that joins us. And so it's been an interesting journey to see how it develops and these beings that come in to, to help us. Uh, it's been really beautiful to experience that. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, that's really great. And you know, we we did talk about that you were visited by Our Lady of Guadalupe. I don't know if you wanted to talk more about that or if she gave you any specific messages or told you that you needed to do this work, or I'm just curious. When I think back to that dream, what I remember, I woke up really quickly after. Um, I remember seeing her off to a distance, and it was the same location, I believe, where she appeared in Mexico to Juan Dieguito mm-hmm. um, because he was at her feet. Uh, he was bowing, he was uh, bowing to her and she was there just floating this beautiful, beautiful, radiant light. 
And I remember in the dream, it was a, a vivid dream. It was a visitation in the sense that it just felt so real to me. And I remember thinking, oh my God, is this really her? Is this really her? So I think that my excitement also brought me out. <laughs> so I woke up, I remember waking up and the room just felt very, very different. And this is at a point where I'm still not very familiar with mediumship or what it is, but I just knew that something was different in the room. And I kept thinking about that dream for the following days. And I understood in my heart that something new was coming into my life. But I needed to prepare for it. I needed to let go of the things that were not helping me. That I needed to let go of that to embrace this new aspect that was coming forward. And uh, the following days after that first visitation, she kept coming in for, I think, two more days. And I could feel her energy. So I would wake up and I would see these little stars that would build up like a constellation to form her shape um, in the middle of the night. And it was just a wonderful experience. Wow, that's amazing. That's great. <laughs> but prior to that, uh, did you ever have any intuitions or uh, like mediumship abilities before that? Or did it just start then when you were about 26 or 27? You know, I feel like they'd been there. I just didn't recognize them being yeah. that. It was it wasn't until I started to develop. I was like, wait, I've experienced this before. But since I was such a creative kid growing up, I just always said to myself, it's just my imagination. It's just my imagination. But I, I, I remember sharing with my friends after I started expressing with them what I was uh, understanding of myself. And they're like, yeah, you would always say that would happen and it would happen. Um, so there were moments like that in my life. And um, one thing I was reflecting on just yesterday was when I was little too, when I was like six years old, I would also draw the the Lady of Guadalupe. Like I would draw her and I would give them to to family members. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So you've always, sounds like been artistic. Yeah. Since a little kid, yeah. I've always been drawn to, to art. It was something that I always felt very connected to from a, a very young age. Oh, wow. And you do spirit art. And so could you tell the audience what that is and how that works? Yes. So I think that when we talk about spirit art, that can mean a few things. There are different modalities that we can work under. Um, the one that I work specifically with is the spirit portraits. So that is drawing a, a loved one from spirit. Um, and we do this by connecting with the clairs to bring this forward during a reading, a demonstration, uh, to bring forward that um, beautiful validation that the soul continues and that that loved one is still present there and a uh, part of that person's life. Wow. Oh, that's wonderful. And do you use spirit or spirit portraits in your mediumship readings? I do sometimes, yes. If that's something that the client requests that they wish to see uh, as a possibility, then I, I do my best to tune in. I like to share with everyone that it's always an experiment. I can't guarantee that it's going to work with anything. It's just simply surrendering and trying and seeing what happens. Um, but if that, that's something that uh, the client wishes to participate in, and then I, I do my best to bring that forward. Oh, wow. That's great. And uh, you also offer spirit portrait art classes. Um, could you talk about that? Yes. So I offer spirit art classes uh, to, to help people, uh, you know, build some trust with their own abilities uh, and to see what may be possible with the portraits. Uh, 
Um, so I started offering that this year um, after understanding how Spirit was working with me. And through their guidance, I was able to put something together that I felt could help other people. Um, I always really believe that the more of us that there are, the better, so that more people can have of this opportunity. Yeah, I, I guess I'll just tell the audience I was actually in one of your classes <laughs> in June, I think. And uh, it was very, it was really great. I recommend if anybody could take one of your classes that they take it. And it's usually several sessions, right? So it was like four or five sessions. Yes. Um, and yeah. thank you and for Zoom. sharing that. It, yeah. it was wonderful to have you. Yeah, this uh, yeah. first couple of rounds, I decided to break it up into uh, a several sessions, so four weeks. Um, just because it does it does take a little bit of, um, of time to really develop uh, understanding as you uh, went through the course construction. Um, learning and teaching people how to see the structure of the head and then how we bring spirit into that. Of course, it's possible to draw spirit portraits without that construction, um, but I find that it helps us to kind of give spirit already a little bit uh, of an extra tool to use uh, and to work from. Um, so that's where I come in and, and I share that with others. Yeah, it was a wonderful class. It was great. I, I loved it. And how does the spirit artist see the spirit people they're about to draw? I mean, do they see them in their third eye? You know, that could be very different for some people. One of the things that I like to share so that people may know is that you don't necessarily need to be clairvoyant to draw the portraits of spirit. Um, for many, that is the way that it comes through the clairvoyance. So third eye, if that's how they see that. But for some, it's really uh, just a knowingness. Uh, we have to trust with this. You may be guided by spirit. Your hand may be influenced and moved around. Um, so it just depends on that person. For myself, it's a combination of everything. Uh, sometimes I see them. And if I do see them, it's very fast. It's maybe just a second uh, that I see them for. It's very, very fast. And it's just enough to get me started. And as I continue to work with them, then more information will be given to me according to the area that I'm working on or that they want me to move to. But I've also had experiences where I'm not seeing anything and I just know that I need to trust, surrender, and just see what happens. Yeah, it was interesting in your class, you're very patient with um, teaching the students how to draw uh, if they've never drawn a face before because you go through the proportions and then you also, I noticed you also could give feedback too, which was nice. Like you could, we could hold up our, our picture and you take a screenshot of it and say, that was really nice that you did that. You gave feedback of how we were doing. Oh, thank you. You know, I yeah. feel that's the best thing that we can, we can learn if we have a little bit of guidance to direct us uh, towards that direction. That's how I was uh, taught when I went to art school. I would get a lot of feedback from my instructors. They would also demonstrate a lot of what we were learning. So I come from that um, that space of where people are very willing to uh, to help, and I, that inspired me. And it always created a space that I felt that I was really there to grow and uh, and to explore. And so I want to bring that to my classes as well. Yeah, because it makes it less intimidating and it was very healing it felt very comfortable so oh, that makes you. a difference thank yeah. you thank you uh, yeah 
<laughs> and there were a few surprises in the class. Uh, I didn't didn't some two people draw the same person or something like that. There was something very interesting. Yes, I do remember that there were two yeah. people that drew the same person, and that I just find that to be so amazing because that just comes forward through to show us the intelligence of spirit of how that can happen. Exactly. Two separate people in separate spaces can communicate and link to that one person. It's incredible. That was incredible. And they, these students didn't know each other. We were all on Zoom and we were all in different places and they just drew the same person. It was unbelievable. It was cool. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah, um, it is. It's very similar to, um, you know, when we do platform or demonstrations and maybe two mediums linked to the same spirit uh, oh. that can also be done with the spirit portraits as well. Um, oh yeah. Wow. That's great. And um, how do you teach spirit art class? I kind of talked a little bit about it, but I don't know if you want to go in more detail or. Yes. Yeah, so I really okay. like to teach uh, the foundation aspect of just drawing ahead. So teaching the construction, the structure of the face, the proportions, how to draw the eyes, how to draw the nose, the mouth. And so that is, a, I, I find, to be a good way for us as human beings to, to practice. Uh, that is our uh, job, I would say. And you can use the same tools to draw people that you love. And then we also then uh, surrender that understanding to spirit. And then they come in and influence and you know, just inspire you to to bring forward then somebody that's on the other side. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then do you need to be an artist to do spirit art? You know, we sort of touched on that, but. Yes. You know, I don't think that you need to be an artist. Um, okay. By that, I mean somebody that has prior experience. I think we're all artists in our own way, uh, but you don't need to have that prior experience. You can just come in and give it a try and see what happens. Um, but, you know, also, so keep in mind that it is also possible to do this without any of my teachings. You can simply just link to the spirit world. And if mm -hmm. that is something that is truly meant to be a part of that person's path, it will flourish no matter what. And spirit will do whatever they need to, to get that uh, across and to bring forward those portraits. Right. Oh, that's wonderful. And what supplies do people need to do spirit portraits? Luckily, with uh, the approach that I take, it's very simple. We just need a pencil, a sharpener, eraser, and paper. If people feel inspired to bring in different materials. I highly encourage them to do that. I know that some mediums like to work with color pencils, pastels, some with watercolor. So it, different mediums can definitely be brought in. I like to just keep it simple with the pencil. Um, oh, okay. That's my yeah. preference there. Yes. Yeah, that's nice. And have you ever had any amazing experiences during the spirit art sessions or classes? I know we kind of touched on a few things, but you know if anything else out of the ordinary ever happened during a class or you know, um I think the ones that I think about or that I remember most were more of the intimate personal moments. I remember when I first was starting out uh in a circle uh the woman in the group recognized her son. So that was really one of my first spirit portraits that were recognized by somebody that I didn't know. So that was really inspiring to me. And it stayed with me since since then, uh, that this young man was able to come through 
and press, you know, his personality, his essence, presence onto this drawing so that his mother may recognize him. And uh, that was just very, a very, very beautiful experience uh, to have. Yeah. And um, the second one that I, I always think about was during a demonstration, I was drawing a father. And as I was drawing, I could really feel that I was in that that really nice space of where spirit could influence me. But through the clairvoyance, the drawing that I was drawing became flesh. And this gentleman's eye just blinked. And then this beautiful just teardrop just rolled down his cheek. And it was, it touched me so much. It was just an incredible thing to just witness and see. And I think it was just his emotions coming through for his loved one uh, in the audience. Wow. How do you prepare for spirit portraits? Do you do meditation before you start? or? So when I prepare for the portraits, I like to always start with a prayer. Okay. Um, so I, I say my prayer as I'm doing that. I can already feel that the energy begins to change. And then I invite those to help me, my spirit guides, and I just take a few minutes to blend with their energy first. I allow for them to connect with me, and that's really the preparation. Um, if I'm feeling extra nervous, then I will, will take some time to sit uh, for a little bit longer. But I like to just rely on them and trust that they're going to be there and um, continue with that. Yeah, that's neat. And I know we drew a lot of portraits in the class and like there's some that weren't recognized, but who knows if they're they're just spirits that come through that are passing by that maybe people don't really know in the group. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think yeah. I felt that in some of the the drawings, it just felt to me. I think this is just a visitor that's admiring yeah. the space or is right. curious and wants to try it out. So I did feel that some of the portraits that uh, were drawn in your class, um, and I think that's very popular. Possible. I mean, when I when I do my trans healing or my mediumship, I can feel and see spirits that are just curious and are just there watching and supporting. So right. I think that that very happens in those uh, circles where we practice as well. Right. It'd be interesting if we could put these portraits, maybe nobody recognized on a Facebook page, and then maybe somebody, other people could look and say, oh my gosh, that's my brother. You know what I mean? It'd be interesting. Yes. You know, I think yeah. that would be very interesting. And I'm sure that someone will connect to them at some point. Yeah. Um, I remember reading, uh, you know, about Coral Poultry, an incredible psychic artist, um, how there were portraits that she would draw. And then it wasn't until like years, years, years later that somebody would recognize them. Um, wow. And it was um, like there was one, I think she drew a portrait for. Uh, a client they didn't take it but she was like take it with you just take it with you it ended up that this client had this drawing on their mantle somebody came in and recognized it as their loved one um so i think that that that's very possible (laughs) that's amazing oh where can people find you online or book a session with you so they can find me on Facebook. Uh, you can just look me up under Miguel okay. Gonzalez. Okay. Or you can also send me an email to miguelgonzalezmedium at gmail.com. Okay. That's how they can book a reading. Yes. They just can book a emailing. reading. Get in touch. Yep. Okay. And you don't have a website yet? or I don't have a website mm-hmm. yet. Um, that's okay. in the works. <laughs> oh, that's um, Okay. Yeah. Those are the, the ways they can get in touch with me. Oh, yeah. No, of course. And then I know you, I do follow you on Instagram. And on Instagram, you have some beautiful portraits that you did, right? 
Oh, yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, I post my art on Instagram as well there. Yes. You're a really good artist. You're just beautiful. The Some of the portraits on there. It's oh, thank you, Jamie. Amazing. You. Do you sell them? <laughs> uh, I do. I do sell yeah. them. I've slowed down a little bit with gallery work. I was um, in a few galleries before, so I was selling the paintings, but I've just slowed down a little bit as I feel like my attention has been more on the developing, you know, my connection with spirit and the healing. So I'm trying to pick up the painting a little bit, but it's been a, a little bit more different than before where I feel that spirit is wanting to influence a different direction with the work. So I'm just slowly letting that emerge um, as it's meant to. Yeah. Uh, do you have any plans for the future as far as maybe more classes or other things that you'll offer? Yes, I definitely would like to offer more classes in the future. I do have a couple that are coming up as well, but I would like to offer more of those as well. Yes. Wow, that's great. And our tagline for the Electric Spirit Podcast is igniting your spirit. How do you ignite your spirit, Miguel? Ooh, I would say allowing myself to just be in that creative space, allowing spirit to join me and influence uh, whatever it is that I'm doing or whomever I'm working to bring forward healing, I find that building and being in that energy is the most beautiful experience I can have. So by also giving and sharing, I feel that I'm also receiving in that space. Oh, that's wonderful. I don't know if there's anything you'd like to add before we go. Um, I think lastly, I would just like to say to whomever's watching, to whatever it is that you want to try with spirit experiment just go for it just try it out let that fear fall behind um and just see what may happen i think spirit is very excited for us uh, to work with them and if we give them that opportunity they will find a way to influence us and to bring forward what they need to bring forward and you know for those that perhaps may not have access to tutors or circles Sit with spirit, sit with spirit, allow spirit to blend with your energy and work with you. And through that space, they will be able to bring forward what needs to be brought uh, to, to you and to the world as well. Yeah, and I highly recommend a class with you. I just wanted to reiterate that. And I found it to be very healing and uh, a wonderful experience. Oh, thank you, Jamie. Thank you so much for inviting me, for yeah. having I really appreciate uh, it. Thank you. Uh, you created such a wonderful space by bringing uh, people like myself to share our yeah. stories. Thank you so much for creating that space and inviting me. Of course. Anytime. You're welcome back anytime, too. I hope you'll come back again. I would love to. Yeah, I would love to. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Miguel. Thank you for listening to the Electric Spirit Podcast with your host, psychic medium, Jamie Lynn. Find us on Instagram at Electric Spirit Podcast. Be sure to join us next time. Recharging your energy. Recharging your magic. Recharging your spirit. Until then, ciao.